Dogs. I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. I'm Trevor Hankins. I'm Julie Cannon. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm well. And uh, you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, we'll have somebody else joining us, hopefully. Uh, Jen Moreno will be joining us, hopefully, <laughs> in the near future. Uh, but we're here to talk about, uh, it's our book club, 10th book club. Yes. This is a book that Jen picked. Number 10. Yes. Number 10. Jen did 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it says, uh, Freer End, Beyond Journey's End. Mm-hmm. So I would normally ask Jen what made her pick the book, but uh, I guess we'll if she comes on, we'll add that. I know she we'll get there. Problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what did everybody think of the book? It was a good. It was a good read. It was like um. It was like one of the like obviously every book we read like I'm able to like keep up with it, but it was like one of those nice read. It's like like any other book we read. It's like it was a nice read where like I was able to to um like go through it like obviously at a. My brain was gonna say something. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, basically, um, it was like a good gist of like um, when I was reading, it just reminded me of D and D. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. I think it's supposed to be reminiscent of that. Yeah. <laughs> we got the mage. Like, we got like the Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. I think Japan really likes uh, first edition D and D. What's wrong with fifth is, edition? No, I'm kidding. A lot of fancy stuff in Japan is based on first edition. Oh. Like kobolds. Yeah. Why does that make sense? <laughs> so it's it's sort of the story after the epic journey, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that which was kind of you know nobody ever does that yeah. <laughs> story. Yeah, it's like um, it's like post game. It's like post game after, yeah. like after your goal. Yeah. For those who don't was- know, Free Ren tells the story of like Aparia that defeated the Demon King, and one of party members is an elf who is much longer lived than the other members of the party, and they all die around her, and she has to the stories about her dealing with them. Especially yeah. with, like, oh, this human didn't live quite as long as I expected them to, and I missed out with them. Like, what am I going to do about that? Yeah. And I remember that meme going around a while ago. It might have been going around Twitter or something, where, like, you basically, it prompts you to imagine like being an elf and having all of your little human friends die around you almost like it's almost like they have a relationship with humans like humans have with them. where like the dog dies at age 10 and you have some more of them and then you get a new dog it's mm-hmm. <laughs> nice to be considered a dog um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> I mean no I understand what you're saying is it, it's you outlive them and so you have to get another human friend or whatever. Yeah. To like to like sustain your sanity so you don't turn into a hermit that has twenty cats. (laughs) (laughs) And they're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, she's possibly like she's not immortal, but she's like really close to it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the like the normal thing like when it comes to the elf class, like in D and D in general is like they outlive humans. So it's like it, it, it'd be sad. Yeah, I believe it mentions in the book that she's like a thousand years old. Mm. But she does. She's like but she still pretty has, young. She still gets carded when she gets a drink. It's kind of <laughs> um, no. Baby face taken to a whole new level. Yes. Uh, yeah, and so she and she picks up a companion. Yes. I, I must. Have, I forgot the name of the woman. Fern. Yeah. Little Fern. Okay. 
and she's sort of bringing her along and then you get a feeling that Fern is kind of taking care of her as well <laughs> yeah uh, one thing I thought was interesting about the story was how the passage of the time between passage of time between chapters was uh, given in years yes yeah <laughs> it jumps around in time a lot because I mean honestly for the main character free run like 50 years is like 50 days for her yeah yeah Yes. It kind of makes you wonder how, like, how it's like, uh, like I under, like I understand the gist of like how they live longer. So it kind of made me wonder. I'm just like, is it just more of because we understand the gist of a year, or if it's one of those things where, um, because of with, with how fast like time goes for her, I'm just. It always makes you wonder. I'm just like, does time really just go like faster? Like how like dogs like a week like a year for dogs is like seven years kind of thing. Yeah, so I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, or it goes fast. Was, well, it goes fast. Well, you get the idea. I was thinking because she's so long lived, like she just experiences time differently. Hey, it's Jen. Did hey. it work? Jen? Hello. Yay! Oh, yay! We hear you! All right. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah, so we'll go back to the question we usually try to start these with is what attracted you to the book, Jen? Okay, what was it? Sorry. What attracted you to the book? You picked the book. Your parents? Yeah. Yes. Um, other than the art style, um, just how the story is told and not really just, you know, adventure and all this, despite it being like an adventure story after the main adventures passed. Right. And kind of taking this perspective of, of, a character, an elf, that's lived so many years and think nothing of it, and then finally realizing, oh wait, I hold this person near and dear and I don't know a thing about them. So in kind of appreciation of his, of uh, him trying to teach her the ways and then her realizing that's what his intent was, kind of repaying his adventure group for what they taught her along the way with friends, with other people, with, you know, doing the favors for uh, people along the way to this new journey with Fern. All right. So that's what I really like about it, that it's not so much actiony as much as, you know, trying to tell the story through a more nuanced way of relating to people. Yeah. A little more sober. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she does sort yeah. of little nice gestures along the way helping villages mm -hmm. and things out as she goes yeah yeah it's also yeah. like in a way because like one thing i noticed in the book is like she's backtracking so in her perspective it's also her checking in on like what they've done to see like did it get better did it get worse how is everyone doing that kind of thing which is always like nice to see when it comes to like seeing stories like like obviously we don't know exactly what happened in the context of their adventure like 10 years ago 10 years ago but like obviously for her it's like it's it, it's like a nice it's a it's a nice thing to see like when they just see um when they go back to see how, if they're if they're like um actions or something did something good for that village or wherever they went to yeah yeah mm -hmm. i mean the story is generally at least in volume one generally seems to be about Riren learning how to value her time like 
she's so long lived that things just seem to fly by her and she doesn't seem to notice, stop and notice things. But then when her very dear human friend dies, she realizes that life is precious and you need to take advantage of you don't want life to pass. Mm -hmm. So in essence, like, her friends were just trying to tell her, like, sit down, smell the roses every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And you can see that kind of with Fern, too, where she's very inexperienced with anything outside, just learning magic, or, like, with Peyton, the priest. Um, she kind of has the same idea when, in one of the chapters, they were looking for a flower, and she found it pointless to look for a flower specific to her dear friend. And it's like, well, this is it's also kind of a gesture of repayment to her friend. And Fern just didn't get that uh, notion from the whole mission, the whole goal of, the, of staying in that village. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like looking at, at her friend's statue, you're an idiot, but I owe you a solid. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Uh, uh, one thing I found interesting was how, like, uh, like, a seemingly innocuous detail, like, comes back or gets, like, some of her parents' actions get explained later through a flashback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, why was she looking for this spell? And then later it's like, oh, that's what. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm and That's what I like about it, where she realizes there's certain things that uh, Himmel was trying to tell her, her, her friend from back in the adventure days that there were certain times where he was trying to tell her a specific way of seeing things and she just didn't get it until that moment in the present time she finally realizes oh that's what he meant by that but yeah. she learns through those experiences now even though yeah. she regrets it yeah. I do like how despite how old she is, or how long she's been around, she's still quite naive. Like, the human priest character, Heiter, I want to say how it's pronounced, um, manages to trick her into taking on this human orphan, Fern, as an apprentice, and she doesn't really catch on to his trick until, like, she's been <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in cash hunt, I was like, you're on your deathbed, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> neener, neener. Yes. <laughs> going on the last laugh, child. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the uh, chapter about killing magic was interesting because not only is it like following up on what happened before, but uh, we also learn more about the history of the magic like this used to be yeah. a really devastating spell and now it's just normal magic <laughs> <laughs> technology has caught up <laughs> basically and uh the defensive spell that she was showing fern came up during or it came up later in the chapter exactly as they practice <laughs> Yeah, it's like another thing of like, why is this here near the end of the chapter? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. All right. Have you read more of this, Jen? Uh, not currently. Me? I think I've only gone to like the fifth or sixth chapter when 
they both had to face something. I forgot what it was, but um, yeah, that's as far as I've gone. And I know they've released, I think they released an animation yeah, recently. The anime so... coming out on the 29th of September. Yeah. If you're watching oh, so this soon. on Friday, that's a week from now. If you watch this on Wednesday, it's this mm. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's if very you watch it after that, that we... it was the 29th. Yeah. Well, well, well. It was all coming um, together. Exactly quite appropriate synergy. that we chose this book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, so well. I will be. Normally, like I normally, I'm kind of like giving up on high fantasy style anime because a lot of it's much the same for me. But I, since we chose this book, I do plan on watching the free rent. I wanna. I do want to read more of the manga. Like Usually, you've read two or three of the books by this time. <laughs> you're always reading ahead, you know. <laughs> so, since you're advertising the anime, where where can people watch it, Rachel? <laughs> I believe it's going to be on Crunchyroll. I see. Okay. At least in America. I'll yeah. time to mooch off my friends now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to sell it, you might as well go through and see where you can sell it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'll be following up more on the anime just to be able to listen to it in the English dub. Um, I really enjoy more reading the manga just for the visual storytelling of it. But the anime is probably the way to go right now. Yeah. Before I go back into the manga, it does look mm -hmm. very good. Like, it looks like it's gonna have a good, good animation. That's good. I, don't, I think I saw one trailer at least, but it was a, one of those shorter trailers where they're just gonna introduce the main voice and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it says Madhouse is doing it, so mm -hmm. they haven't cut me down yet. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Madhouse is a good studio. <laughs> yes. Very good studio. Maybe we should have done a lot of the favorite. <laughs> Right. So anything else about free run? It's more. It was more of a me thing, but part of me forgot what their color palette was like after reading it. Because for for some reason, I I know for a fact, like obviously their color palette's on the front of the page. But for some reason, when I was like reading through it, at one point I thought that freaking um freaking Hemel was like a light was like a light brown haired dude, and for some reason I thought. <laughs> That experiment was like a blonde. Though. I'm just like, why did I think this? I'm saying though, like I thought, I was imagining his hair is red because, like, obviously yeah. the hero has to have red hair. Yeah. And then I saw like the blue hair, and I'm like, wait, no, this is wrong. Yeah. And like, I yeah, I have yet to see like obviously like anything else from like um Freerin yet, but for some reason, whenever I uh like look at um Fern, I think she's like she's gonna have like a red palette for some reason, and I'm just like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, does anyone get that with manga? Sometimes you just forget that a color palette exists, and then when you read it in black and white, it just your yeah. brain wonders of something else. When Many you read times. manga, it can be hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, try One Piece, where sometimes the anime and manga have different <laughs> color palettes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Which one is the canon event? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, are we done with this book? Uh, 
Not to interrupt you. The journey's up, never over. Pick it up at your local bookstore. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if we're done talking about free run, uh, what's the uh, next book we're yes. reading? Who's, who's picking it this time? Ooh. Oh, hey. Oh, okay. I want to take a poll. Many of y'all have read it. What? Did you say Scott Pilgrim? How many of us have read Scott Pilgrim? I was looking for one person, so I'm choosing Scott Pilgrim based on, I think, I think it came to me when we were talking about it in the last show I was in, and I figured I haven't read it in a while, personally, so maybe it's worth a reason. I'm done. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've, I know we have all the issues. Yeah, Netflix is coming up. Oh, the, dude, I felt so yeah. bad. I felt so bad in high school because our our librarian, um, she actually brought her personal collection of Scott Pilgrim to our library at one point, and then Aww. some dude thought it'd be cool to like steal all the issue, steal Aww. all the no. books at one point, and we're just like, well, no one's gonna read it now at school. You ruined it for everyone. Essentially, let's go find him and give him some justice. I don't know. It was like 20, I don't know. It was like fifteen years ago. I was pretty sure. Still out there somewhere. Let's go. Let's find him. I don't know. I don't know which year. I don't know which which year it was taken. All I know is someone took it at one point. You told the story. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, an iconic piece of comic history. Everyone should read. Yes. Yes. So it's a good like. It's like one of a good. It's like one of the good like uh like writings of like um I believe it's like a in a way a hero's journey. In, in, like, yeah. Yeah. You're way. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a hero's <laughs> journey for millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Scott Pilgrim. Uh, does it matter to you if anyone reads it in black and white or color? Ooh, nah. I have both. <laughs> I have all the, I have all of them. Read both then. <laughs> and tell us the differences. Alright, <laughs> All right. so this is book one. Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Book one. Alright, and I guess we'll decide on... We'll decide when. When later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. I'm Trevor Hankins. Rachel Wells. I'm Jilly Cannon. Wait. <laughs> I'm Jilly Cannon. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. <laughs> what? I don't know the order of things. Oh. What? And you've been. Oh. <laughs> you've been on the air with Tower Show. I...